listening to the Retro Guardian. Okay, now what? Buckle up. Have you ever bought or rented a videotape that wasn't quite right? Groovy. Little Hands says it's time to rock and roll. Bring the noise. Hasta la vista, baby. Retro Guardians. Hi, welcome to this week's Retro Guardians. I'm Ben. I'm Jay. Hello. And I thought I'd talk about this session with Jay about one of my favourite interactive games from the early 90s called Dracula Unleashed. Hmm. Can hear a bit of the music going behind us. Classic. 1990-something, wasn't it? Three, I think it was 93. 93. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about it. So, just a bit of context. My brother and I worked one of the summers to get a... It was a Sega Mega Drive along with a Sega CD connection at the time. Mm. and um, that was a big deal for us at those time periods and my mother would never pay for it nor my father so we'd go out and work a summer Mm. and I mean a whole summer to pay for it and in those days that was a lot of work to do that they were rare those Sega CDs and they were damn expensive yeah how much were they do you remember it was over $300 I can tell you that much back then yeah Mm. but it came with a lot of games that was the why we went after that one yeah so the three that I can remember is definitely this game, uh, Dracula Unleashed, definitely Echo the Dolphin, and there was a car game I just can't remember the name off the top of my head. Mm. I'll try and look it up later. But at the time, I mean, that was the whole thing at that point with Sega, that the, if you bought certain consoles, it would be at least one or two games that came with it. Mm. So, you know, like Alex the Kid was built into one of the master systems and that. But these were like your actual CD games. So yeah. that was a whole new thing for us at the time. So this this was one of the first interactive ones. Now, I remember when we were still in, at the same time, we were still in um, primary school, Jay, there was a Sherlock Holmes one, very similar. And uh, it had cut scenes, you know, so it's real actors sort of performing as the characters and then it would re-interact with the game itself. This game is very similar. It's set about a year after the original book takes place and it involves a character... Um, Alexander Morris, who's the brother of the late Quincy Morris, is one of the main characters from the book. Mm. And he's trying to figure out what happened to his brother. And, and as he goes along in London, he's American. And I think it's 1899 the game is set in. Yeah, and um, Yeah, and then he meets a girl over there, Anna Set has a relationship with her, but then yeah. all weird things start happening and characters dying. and mm. So you've got to figure out why. Now, why I remember this game is very simple. It was very difficult back in the day. Mm. My brother and I got stuck many times, and it's almost similar to Choose Your Own Adventure. You know, like you have a decision on where to go, what to do, how to do it. Yeah. Now, like my, many other games that we've played and specifically talked about stuff like Carmen San Diego, you have a time limit. You have to get things done by a certain time or Dracula or one of his minions will get you. <laughs> and you have to have certain items on you at that point or you will die. Yeah, like a steak or something. Uh, wolfbane, uh, garlic, cross, yeah. many things. Yeah. yeah, and you have to have them at a specific time, place and everything. Okay, and you find them throughout the game, do you? Yes, like, yes. Yeah. So it's set over three days and each day gets harder. So 
one time me and Cal tested the limits and my brother and uh, we we didn't go to sleep for example for t- for a full day and a half and then you pass out in the middle <laughs> of of what you're doing and then one of the brides comes along and grabs you oh so you have to actually put yourself to sleep in the yeah, game yeah, yes you do yes you do mm. now as the first day goes along you're told about places and each time you go to a place someone will give you a bit of information that will lead to another place mm. also you have access to the um telegram office you have access to the newspaper stand um university comes into it later so does the asylum where um i can't remember the character's name um the head of the asylum is also in the book. I just, I'm having a blank at the moment. Um, he also leads to Van Helsing because yep. um, that's to do with one of the books. That he This character joins this club called the Hades Club and that also oh, plays yeah. a prominent part in the game. And then someone mentions that there's a bookstore that some kind of book is in this store that it reminds them of this from the original book um, from Dracula originally. So he goes and gets that book and inside it says... the. Jonathan Stewart, I think, is in there. Um, yep. And then the Harkin, Jonathan oh, Harkins is in there as well. Yeah, and Mia Harkins. characters. Yes. And um, then he reads somewhere like um, Abraham Van Helsing. So the characters do turn up, but you've got to, you've, got to, um, you've got to do it in the right order. Or if they turn up too soon or too late, you can die. So, for example, you've got to send a telegram every day to a particular priest Father mm. Janos or something he's called. He's the one that sort of sets him on the path and he's in Transylvania. Um, there's other characters that are not in the books and that that come into it. Um, if you go into a place too early, you've got to keep an eye on the clock, but you also go into it at the right time, out of nowhere you find a cut scene that you didn't know about. So there's a scene when he goes into the pub, you can go into the pub about 9, 8, 9 p.m. and he hears a wolf howl and then a a drunken character tells him a story about the demeanor wolf and that's um some of the moments in the game are actually pictures mm. but you hear the narration over the top of them which works really well um the graveyard is another big one as well but the other thing that sucks and this goes back to what we're talking about time limits you're in horse and carriage in london at this time period you also got to take into effect how long it takes you to travel. So you can be, be one place it could take you an hour to get to or even two hours. Mm. So you keep an eye on what places are close to each other or the same suburb or whatever, and it saves you so much time. And, you know, you can just jump from there to there in five, ten minutes. So you've got to be very much aware of the clock the whole time. Mm. Each time you come back to your apartment or flat, there is a package waiting for you or a specific um, telegram from... So someone so there's several people in the game that sends you telegrams about something so a lot of that stuff's really fun i mean that that interactive stuff was but at the time this game i think was ma rated jay mm. because of the violence and to be honest in in this day and age it's not violent violent but at the time it was and there was this whole thing at the time because of stuff like mortal Kombat and that that a lot of the parents groups were not happy about this kind of violence in games so I think this is one of the ones that sort of it came out right after that. So I think they attacked it a bit without actually playing it, of course. Hmm. And you said there was a lot of um, video type of scenes, didn't it? It cut scenes, yes. Hmm. Yeah, there was lots of this. Now, I did not know this until just as we started this this um, podcast today, but it was a $2 million budget for this game. I did not know that because they use a lot of sets. They use a lot of um, costumes, 
There's a lot of makeup effects with yeah, Dracula movies. and a few other things. Hmm. So I did not know that. Now, the other thing about the time period was, like I said, me and my brother could not get through the first day. We kept yeah. dying at the same place, same time. He was getting frustrated. I was getting frustrated. <laughs> and on the with the, uh, the Mega CD, Sega CD cover, yeah. there was a number. Now, any people of our age group knew that if you say the 0055 number oh, out loud, yeah. Cost How expensive those numbers were. Well, yep. after a week or week or so of doing it, we couldn't break this game. Mm-hmm. And we had to beg both our parents, like, could we please just do it? And they said, be quick. So we got on there and my brother grabbed a notepad and he literally wrote down nearly the whole thing as much as he could. So did you speak to somebody on the phone or was it like a recording that would tell you how to complete the game? I think it was a, rec- a recording, Joe. Oh, I really okay. do. Yeah, yeah. But it was expensive. And I think we dialed it more than once. Yeah. So I think we did like one or two days in one sitting and then did the last day in one sitting or something like that. Right. And so when I look online now and see that someone's done it ahead of time. By the way, this is just as the internet was coming out, folks. We did not know this. So we could, you yeah. Know, well, look, the game was out in 93. Internet wasn't really yeah. mainstreamed or 96, 97. Yes. So, I mean, it was difficult. It was really difficult and challenging game. Mm. And I mean, nowadays, of course, you just Google it and you can find the, the answers. Are we spoiled? Oh, yes. But for us, it was still a thing. And I remember when we actually finished the game, our dad was laughing. Mm. We couldn't believe we'd finished it and how we finished it. What happens when you finish it? Do you kill Drac or something? Or? Yeah. Um, so you have a diary. Mm. You, every time you do something, you have a diary and you fill out the diary. And then you defeat him, you fill out the diary and that. But I found out one time staying on the game longer. If you do the things later, sadly, most of the characters do die. So the ending does change. Some characters, if you finish it at the right time, all the characters survive. Okay. But if you do it like at, after a certain time period, he's gotten all the other characters. Right. So hmm. also, if you don't get to the main place where you fight him, he'll get you too. So you've got to be very aware of that as well. Yeah, yeah. So we were bored we, after a while and we'll just try different things. It was interesting, the, um, the full motion video that was incorporated as part of the gameplay for that was also done in a movie, uh, a computer game called Night Trap. Have you heard of that one? No, I've never heard of that one. Very controversial. It was um, like Friday but it contained lots of gratuitous violence, um, sexual aggression against women. It sounds like a, like a Friday the 13th kind of yeah, slasher was, kind of. Well, worse. It was worse. It, it created a lot of... Um, uh, I don't know what you would say, a lot of concern. And it actually led to a Senate hearing, which um, caused the creation of a software rating board, which is still used today. But um, that, that Night Trap game had a live-action video incorporated into the game. And I think that is like something that's very unique with the Dracula game as well, is that that live-action video in part of the gameplay makes it quite quite different. Like, it's yes. not the games that we're sort of used to, like platform games yes. and things like yeah. that. It was the early days of that, yeah. That's cool. But not many games these days have the live-action video. Like, a lot of games have the cinematic scenes, which is still animated. Um, well, it looks better. But live-action is, you know, video of real people acting out a scene. For those there were a handful. I do remember a handful. Yeah. I remember a bug game about bug stompers or something doing a similar thing but i can't remember the name of it off the top of my head and they actually filmed it i remember seeing it on movie magic when we got pay tv in in australia 
But um, no, I can't think of many, to be honest. I cannot mm. think of many other games that did it that way. That's why this game still stays, stands out for me and resonates with me. I still yeah. remember it for that reason. Mm. And they, they, um, the effects at the time, especially with how you defeat Dracula and all that, it was still pretty primitive for uh, today's standards. But, I mean, this is a game that will be 30 years old next year. I mean, I can't believe I'm saying that out loud, Joe. Wow. That's how long ago this was. So we won't say how old you were when you would have been playing it. Or how uh, old you were when you were playing no, most of the other games. Yeah, either. no, let's not mention that. Yes, um, but mm. it was early days. We were still, gaming was still evolving. I mean, we were coming out of the, the 2D sort of approach. And like I said, they tried something different with this. Yeah. But, um, I yeah, they, like I said, there was a Sherlock Holmes one I do remember. And I do, like, remember... Sherlock Holmes, the consulting detective. Is this one? The Sega CD, 99. What year? 91. It's probably that. It was 91 yeah. 93. It was in there when we played it. There were three cases, mm. and you had to, yeah. And I remember... Yeah, three separate crimes. You're right. I was looking at it up here now. Yep, that's yep, the one. That's the one. Well, you also, which was the first time I'd heard this, and this is from the Sherlock Holmes books and that, he has a sort of network on the street with all the all the, the kids that if he needs to find something, he put the word out with them and they would get back to him with something. And I do know they used it in the, in the um, Cumberbatch Freeman TV show that, that goes back to that he uses a network on the streets. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that's still around. But in the game, it was really interesting. If you were stuck on a certain point, you could go to them and they would help you. So that was really interesting within the game. So, yes, um, I can't believe that was 93. I really can't. So it was at the end of, um, yeah, it was the last year we were in primary school. I hate saying that out loud. Yes, that's the Sega cover there, Jay. The top one, yep. I can't believe some of this stuff. That's one of the wonderful things about eBay. You can get on eBay and, and go... 150 yep. bucks on eBay. There you go. Wow. I, I We got it with the CD, so we got it with the You can get the PC, PC version for 20 bucks. No one gives a crap about that, but the Dracula Unleashed Sega Mega CD, 150 bucks. Oh, wow. Far out. Anyway, so 2022, Ben, how does this 1993 game uh, stand the test of time? It does hold up in a lot of areas, but like I said, you can tell it's dated. Mm. Like I said, when you're interacting within the game itself, I mean, you, you know the graphics is very similar to um, to Carmen and that. And then, but I mean, you're not paying attention to that. You're not really, you know, so you're more or less paying attention to the, the, the cinematic scenes and stuff. So mm. you're not really caring about the other stuff in between. There's a basic music going through the whole game. The map stuff is really cool. When you get inside the um, carriage to go places, you have an address book, which, like I said, every time you hear a new place, it adds to the address book. Mm. And that's really cool. It does say that there was a 2002 re-release on DVD. Um, now, when they say DVD, I don't know if they're talking about PC DVD for the uh, you know DVD quality um, scenes and it's playable on your computer, or if they are talking about an interactive DVD that you put in your DVD video player and play the game as an interactive game. I'm not sure, no, but never it says it was a DVD release in 2002, so I would be interested to see that. Um, I've had a bit of a look on eBay and I can't see any DVD version of the game 
game is a PC CD-ROM from the 90s. Um, but they say the 90, uh, <coughs> the 2002 DVD release had some upgraded clear videos. So it was like they've remastered a lot of it or found. They've obviously found the source video and republished it because the, the Sega CD and the PC CD-ROM version from the 90s were very grainy. They had to compress the absolute crap out of the I video. I remember you telling me about that. And yeah. lower the resolution to like the smallest resolution they to, to obviously fit on their... Uh, mediums at the time the software the hardware mediums the cd-rom and stuff so it's the video's crap but um the dvd version looks really good so they've obviously found it and you said they look like there were some scenes that you didn't recognize perhaps they've reshot some things or... so in the in the game itself every time the uh, alexander morris goes to sleep he has a weird dream and mm. that was interesting and i mean you fill out the diary in the morning mm. and that so the game opens with you coming to London, finding out about what happened to you, his brother, meeting Anna said his up-and-coming fiancé, and then being put into the Hades Club by um, Arthur. I can't remember his last name, but he is a character in the book. And then it all spent... Um, um, his fiancé's father dies, mysteriously, and that's how the game starts. Now, her, his abode and her abode are like not even five, ten minutes from each other. So that's the first person you go to when you start the game. And in his hand is like an old bit of cloth and he takes it and that's what starts the whole sort of mystery of the game going into thing. And then you go to the news agency and then, oh sorry, the newsstand and then go to the telegraph office to send the priest a message and then you can sort of slowly and steadily go to other places and that's how you find your way around mm. by the second day you're not really going anywhere else that's new it's sort of all, all set up in the first and second day and then that's it you sort of stick to those places and that so yeah there's, there's a couple of times in the game you have no control over a moment happening and it's usually when, when dracula's trying to detour you from what you're trying to figure out and in two two instances Van Helsing saves you. One time um, he's walking along and then a wolf comes out of nowhere and goes at you and Van, Helsing, uh, Van Helsing's with you and he's got wolfbane and he gives it to you and then that never happens again. But if you don't have the wolfbane, the wolf can come at you a couple of times. Then one time the Bluefer lady, which is someone mentioned in, in the original book, is back and she comes at you and Van Helsing's sort of shadowing you and actually d pulls the cross out and does the typical van helsing thing with that now um like i said i had never played a game like this before so the whole interaction part of it was interesting to me mm. and i know that games have gone beyond that now but this is the early days of this like i said almost 30 years ago now mm. cool what do you give it ben out of 10 i'd give it an eight i really I would like I, it I, I still like it now folks i've played it a couple of times this year yeah. i can't help it i still i'm nostalgic in that i can't help it i love doing old games again um i can't remember if you've played it properly jay no i haven't no i've had a look at it yes I do um and that. i yeah just i was intrigued about the, the full motion videos i've had a look but no i haven't i haven't played it well, I have to say, because I mentioned that Sherlock Holmes game, I think we should look out for that one too. It's interesting, some of the reviews on that, um, so they talk about Icom who made the game. Um, yeah. So they say that the Sherlock Holmes game that they've made earlier is horrible. 
Um, and they've said they've used the same engine to produce Dracula Unleashed, but they're saying they've done a far better um, w- uh, work than they did with Sherlock Holmes, which was crap. And uh, then they say that um, it's a really good adaptation of the classic Bram Stoker novel. So it's got good reviews, very good reviews. Yeah. So, um, so you yeah. T- yeah um, but Sherlock Holmes, not, not quite as popular. Okay, but like I said, this is early days. We did read reviews back then, folks, mm. but it was... There were no reviews back then. You, know, you bought a magazine and exactly. then you got some editor's opinion, not the public's, but yeah. All right, well, that's a good one. Um, check it out if you've got time and you yes. want to have a play of something... Um, slightly nostalgic, slightly, slightly nostalgic, early 90s. Yeah. And different. Yes. Slightly off-centre from what was standard at the time. That's one of the reasons it stood out to me. Hmm. Well, I'm Ben, and thank you again for listening to this week's Roadshow Guardians. Please check us on our Facebook website, and hopefully we'll hear from you, and you'll be hearing from us again very shortly. Enjoy. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Retro Guardians.